catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com. So Father's Day is a global celebration honoring fathers and celebrating fatherhood. Paternal bonds is also what is celebrated on Father's Day and uh, the influence of fathers generally in the society. I feel like being a father is a full-time responsibility and that doesn't come with any manual. This role being played by father has the power to influence and nurture and also greatly shape the lives of kids. And in celebration of Father's Day, we are going to be looking at the contribution of father and father figure made to the lives of their children and also celebrate fatherhood and parenting. And oh, there is a little bit of variety in Father's Day worldwide because we don't get as much Father's Day as we get Mother's Day. And we just took out this day to celebrate father and for who they are in the lives of kids and in their homes also and the ways they take up this responsibility. Yes, we have with us today a young father and a young mother. They'll be sharing their experiences. Will I say life experiences with their fathers? Okay, I think that'll be one part of it. And they'll be sharing their thoughts about fatherhood because they're parents right now and they are young parents. Very, very important point. They are young parents. I like to call them modern parents. Yes, <laughs> modern day parents. Ebun Amushan and Dalakpo Onoduja. Mrs. Ebun, what do you call him, the father figure in your life? Okay. Um, first, thank you for having me. I call him dad or daddy or popsy or owo. My maiden name is Oyeli, so I, I call my dad Owo sometimes. So you nickname him? We call him, uh, yeah, we nickname him, nickname him, we call him Owo, we call him Popsy, we call him Daddy. We call, I, I don't call him... You use this name based on what you want to ask e- Exactly, the conversation. Yeah. Okay, please help help us understand where we should, like when you call him Owo, like I feel always money, right? So if you call him <laughs> Owo, tell us what you want to achieve by calling him that. And when you call him maybe daddy, you know, in what circumstance? Okay, so if I call him daddy, that means there is a serious conversation we want to have. And then for every other conversation that is not daddy, I call him grandpa too, because he has grandkids. So I call him grandpa. How many if- grandkids? Um, three at the moment. Okay, so if I want to call, if it's a very serious conversation that doesn't have to do with the kids mm-hmm. or the grandchildren, I just say daddy. And then if it's very funny conversation after something good has happened, I say, ah, oh, whoa. I just to hail him and just. And he understands all this. He, un- he understands it very, very well. Friends. Very, very well. What about in the house? Because I know you're married and you have kids. Mm-hmm. So- there's already a man taking up that role for mm-hmm. the kids. Mm-hmm. How do you call him? by his name or government name or nickname? No, we use nicknames now. Abba. <laughs> we use I know when the conversation is <laughs> because you don't give him his government name. Or <laughs> oh, you know, there's some people who do um, Papa and Kechi or like oh, no, the no, father no, of no, my no, children. No, no, no. <laughs> no, guys, besides they are modern so day. That's so funny. That's so funny, but I don't do that. I call him by pet name that I call him. And then the kids call him Daddy. That's what they call him. My first son's name is Nathaniel. I don't say Daddy Nathaniel. I call him by his nickname. I don't say that on hair, okay. but I, that's what I call him. And then sometimes okay. the children also call him that. Okay. So because they hear me say it over and over and over again, so and then they pick it up from me. And sometimes, I, once in a while, I just them call him by that name. I'm like, are you people serious? That name is meant for only just me. <laughs> so yes, it's, it's, it's that way for me. 
Okay. Well, I call him daddy at home, you know. Um, so while growing up, you know, I always saw my dad as a very huge disciplinarian, you get. So <laughs> I didn't really have any cause not to call him daddy. You know, it's while growing up now, I even have the liberty to probably say um, Laredo. You know, that's his nickname. <laughs> <laughs> We're finding out things know. today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's the, what's the connection to Larry? No, it's his name now. It's his name is Olariwaju. So you have some of his close friends call him Laredo. Those ones that they grew up together. And those ones that they grew up together in the same environment because they know he's a football lover. So they call him Coach. Coachy, you know, because, yeah, he, he, he loves football and everything. So I was about to say maybe he was a player, but... Ah, no, no. <laughs> you know, he wasn't a player. He wasn't a player. He was, he was a coach, you know, a very fantastic one at that. So I didn't really get to see him do all those things, you know, but from the stories I heard from his friends, his siblings, trust me, he must have been an amazing person. That's a good name. Yeah. Did you use that name to collect anything from him? Uh, well, no, no, not really, not really, not really. Nah, Jebu guy, you know, <laughs> you know, you get down like that. <laughs> oh boy. Hashtag some people in the mud. <laughs> There's dragging that table. No, 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 so no. What about in your house? Is there a special name they give you? Well, apart from pet names, like my wife probably will call me, you know. My son has not started speaking yet, so I look forward to when you say dada, you know, because he will probably say that first before he will say mama. Why do you think he's going to say that? <laughs> Because it's something I see, research, survey, you know. I think even from the clothes they wear, even as babies, you see more that I love my dad, you know, all this inscription. So I think the baby sensitivity is already falling in line with that. So come on. There's, there's more of I love my dad. <laughs> yeah. There's more of I have also noticed shopping for children. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of I love my dad outfits that you, you would find. I love my mom. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm a daddy's girl, daddy star, um, boss like that like that you find all those kind of outfit for children and then maybe searching i'm not i don't really find the one that has mom because i usually check for it anyways so i, don't, I, don't. I like the way this conversation is going because so yes you, you already have like two angles i was looking to go into later but i'll just throw it off to mr Jolie first you said being a new dad it's different right? Dolak boy. Uh, mr Dolak boy. yes Dolak boy. being a new dad how's that experience for you Hmm. Okay. So, trust me. I don't want to say it's easy, but <laughs> it is easy, because even before the baby came, Oladipopo is his name. I've already been reading books how to be a dad. There's this book, Dummies for Dad. I mean, <laughs> just one very funny. Parenting. So, yeah, parenting for dummies and stuff like that. So, I already know that. Oh, when you give birth, these are signs and symptoms. Things that you start seeing babies do. Mm-hmm. Example, you won't sleep at night. That one is a very daily occurrence. So I start getting used to the fact that I know I might get my daily alarm. Mm-hmm. I know I need to be patient. I know this guy will want to eat anytime. So I think being a new dad, it's very... I like the experience. Okay. You know, I really love the experience because I, for one, I want to always be in the life of my child or my children. You know, I said that because I want them to be very close to me because I know the kind of relationship I had with my dad because I was I schooled in Abuja and that was with my dad. So I already knew some things that he already instilled in me, which... I would definitely want to instill in my children, 
You understand? So I love the whole experience. I love it. It's so something far. that I yeah, it's something I really look forward to. Other babies, you know, I know there'll be other children and you know, you also want to instill this good character, this good thing into them and so that they can be good products in the society. I'll come back to you. Okay. There's <laughs> a lot to ask about being a new parent. I know okay. the excitement. People really want that to talk about their babies. They're always excited about it. But there's a particular instinct that moms they have okay. with their baby. No matter the books they read about okay. you know, new dad parenting style and all of that stuff. Okay. Mr. Jolo, do you have that instinct? Yes, yes, I do. How do you describe the instinct you have with your child? Hmm. So I think first and foremost, I think I was the first person that even made him laugh because I was. Really? <laughs> this one is just taking Whoa. all the <laughs> Yes, really? now. Facts, facts are like, best that of you. Yeah, best that of you. Uh, so, yeah, so I would say that because, really? you know, it's my first mm. and mm. I really look forward to it. So I'm always like, oh, this is a baby. This is my own. So I can really, you know, Look at it, you know. Yeah, I, I all this while I would see videos of maybe dad taking their baby's bath, you know, you know, some exceptional things that dad does, you know, to their babies. And I said, you know what, when it comes to my own time too, I want to do the same thing, you know. I just want to be in my son's life. I want him to be able to say, Oh, you know how it is with first son gravitating towards their mom and all, but I want my own to be an exceptional. <laughs> Okay, so I want the situation where it can tell me anything, you know, mm-hmm. just let's be open, you know. Mm-hmm. I really love that kind of relationship with my dad and I really want to continue it. Mrs. Ebo, do you really think, <laughs> based on research, based on the motherly instincts, raising more than one child, do you really? think, the way you describe the fatherly instincts now, and the, that... <laughs> Ah, do you really think that, do, you know, the way it's, it exists between a mother and, and a child, child yeah. do you think that same level of, of instinct awareness mm-hmm. is also there, yeah, father and child? child? So I think um, generally it's not the same level. The mother has more instincts. She knows when the child wants to eat. She knows when the child wants to push. She knows when the child is happy. She knows when the child is sad. Even from the womb, you know. You just discover that the child is suddenly quiet for some hours or some two hours. And you know that at this particular point in time, this child is always very active. You know, the child is really quiet at that time. So you're wondering, are you okay there? Are you fine? So mothers usually have this very strong instinct with child, even from from the womb. And then they usually say mothers know. Like it's a general term or saying that the mothers will always know when something is going wrong, the mothers will even as old as we are, our mothers even know at this point in time. So that's why you say, Are you a witch? How did you know that? <laughs> How did you know? So <laughs> something is going on. So I Jebras will say, Shella Jenny, like are you a witch? How did you know that something is going wrong with me? Even so when you're very old, your mothers will know. But I love the fact that generally men are now beginning to wake up to the responsibility that raising a child is not just the mother's responsibility or the person who birthed the child. It's a collective effort. It's no more the season of, oh, I work in this house and I bring the money, so take the money and raise these children for me. It's now a case of we are raising these children together. We want to raise role models together. We want to raise exceptional people in society together. So it's a collective effort. They don't just give you the money or just support you with what you do. They are actively involved in it. Sometimes beat the children for you. Sometimes dress them up, feed them. 
do their assignments or their schoolwork with you for the children. Is 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 being actively involved in the child's life, not just a it's a mother's business. And that's something that is beginning to shape parenting these days. Even young men who are planning to get married, you naturally want to just be a better person than your father was or than your mother was. No matter how exposed that you might be, you just want to be better than that exposure that you have at the current moment. So that's the way I see it. Let me put it that way. Okay, so I'm going to move into the next line of question, which brings us to the old father day set. Because okay. I know Mr. Dulapo is so excited, like, yes, I <laughs> finally get to see <laughs> this day with you. So he's going yeah. to be called, this is first father's day, so you yeah. can't blame me. <laughs> is this first father's day? Hey, hold up, what do you mean by you can't blame me? <laughs> <laughs> maybe when he maybe celebrates his 40th father's day, you will, you will you calm down. Yeah, you calm yeah, down. Please, calm down. Down. please, please don't, don't calm down. Him. <laughs> I understand. So let's talk about Mr. Dogwa. How do you feel that there is no multiple days like Mother's Day being set aside for fathers to celebrate? Being a new dad, do you think you would want more of these days like women get? Okay. Well, I'm not really I'm not really into the fact that oh we don't have multiple days. I feel that one day is enough to celebrate father, you know, all over the world, okay. as to women that have so many multiple, you know, Mother's Day. <laughs> so I, I have to say it here that Dolakpo walked into this place with his shoulders up. He has been bragging since he walked into this. He said, we'll just calm down. No, 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 it's fine. It's Let's fine. Continue. You, what do you think? Is it okay for men to get multiple days or you feel like the one day is okay for them? So whether you have multiple days or you just have one day to celebrate, the real question I think we should be asking is, um, do people really celebrate their fathers? Mm. Or do we really have to wait to that particular day before we actually celebrate them? Once in a while, do you even send a message to your dad to say, Daddy, I love you, or thank you mm. for yesterday, or thank you for being the best dad, or thank you for being the best human being in my life or something. I think the one day is just to commemorate the event, not exactly to say this is the only day we should celebrate um, fathers. And then for Mother's Day too, as much as we have 15 or 14 days or how many days do we have to celebrate Mother's Day? In the actual sense, how many people get gifts on all of these days? Mothers don't get gifts except for the text message and the banners and posters that are already on Google, Google Photos that people just share around to say Happy Mother's Day and take quotes on like copy and paste and send around not like you actually really mean it but sometimes on their birthdays on days of special event for for this for our parents i think it's important that we send out these messages not just because it's a generally accepted day to celebrate but once in a while just throw in a call and say mom you are the best or dad you are the best i really love you thank you for being there for me thank you for raising me this mm-hmm. this will go a long way they'll be asking you what's happening are you okay are you fine mm-hmm. but, but the thing is you are just saying so that they know it, they register it. So when it comes to Father's Day and you say it, it doesn't come to them as a surprise. They know that it's a culture and it's a habit for you to be appreciative. I think the point is appreciating. So they know it's a culture for you and then it's something that you do over and over again. And in fact, when you do this over and over again, as you raise children, they see that you do it to, 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 to your own parents and they learn. And then it's easier for them to pick it up and they do it. When I hear my son or my daughter saying, mommy, you are the best mom in the whole wide world, I'm not surprised. 
they say it almost every time intermittently, and I'm used to it. So if Mother's Day come and they don't tell me, or Father's Day come, they don't tell their father, he doesn't pain us. <laughs> like, we we are used to you saying it every it time. So yeah, so even for fathers, if one day when my children say to their father, he's used to it. So I'm sure he's not waiting for Father's Day. I'm not saying they will not say it too. <laughs> he's not waiting for Father's Day for him to hear it. I think it's something that we should make as part of our culture, to be appreciative of people. We shouldn't wait till it's time to say goodbyes. Goodbyes that never end, and then we now begin to say, oh, he was an amazing person. Don't wait till that time. Don't wait till Father's Day. What if Father's Day? What if the person doesn't even live to see Father's Day? What if the person doesn't even live to see Mother's Day, the next Mother's Day? Why don't you say it before it's that time? And then they 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 can live with the memory while they're on head here to say, oh, my son or my daughter was appreciative of me and the efforts I've put in place. I like the fact that you went through this channel of expressing love and affection for our parents. Mm-hmm. It's Father's Day or Mother's Day or not. You pick every day to celebrate mm-hmm. the, the figure that they have mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. But when it comes to that part, you have to say, I love you, Dad. I love you, Mom. <laughs> <There's always laughs> the Dad. <laughs> Moms are even like, so, okay. like, it's easy. they, they want to... Yeah. Like, be cool with you. I'm like, yes, I love you too. I, I was just about getting there. Fathers, we have an idea of fathers or a father mm-hmm. that is a superhero that doesn't have even one small stain of emotion, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if anyone has seen their father cry. I have. Or if, if they've seen their father show any form of emotion whatsoever. Maybe except maybe, you know, when they're angry. You know? mm-hmm. But any other form of soft or softer emotion, mm-hmm. man... Is it that we have fathers that are emotionless? <laughs> or is it that the fathers have just taken it upon themselves to hide those emotions from us? Me, I wanted to ask how best can we actually celebrate our fathers as Africans? As Africans. Right? But I, I think she was about to get to something just... No, I mean, it's in line with what you're saying. It's just about the vulnerability because Mr. Delapo said... He wants that relationship with his child. child. He wants that space where his child is comfortable to share how he's feeling with him. And that comes with um, respect is reciprocal, right? Mm -hmm. Even to the smallest Mm -hmm. child, to respect Mm -hmm. the small baby Mm -hmm. in the house, they'll definitely accord Mm -hmm. you that same respect. And I feel like if he's able to show that part of him Mm -hmm. to his child, his child will be comfortable enough to say, okay, Mm -hmm. this is what's happening with me and Mm -hmm. this is how it affects me. But does that take away from being a father? Like you showing your vulnerability, your soft side. Yeah, because Mr. Delacroix, your father was a disciplinarian, right? Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. Uh, But that didn't take the whole emotion out of him because he knew his ground. He knew if you you messed up, you would um, get punished, Mm -hmm. you know. So there are some laid down rules, you know, that you should... You should know. So these rules and these disciplines, you probably see them maybe at the beginning as punishments, mm-hmm. you know. But as time goes on, as you grow older, you understand that these things are very important. For example, you can't tell my father that um, I'm going somewhere. <laughs> you know, the somewhere no get name. You get, oh, I want to go and see someone. Or how much do you need? I need, hey, just give me any amount. You know, things like that. It will just be like, ah, ah. Oh God, say what you actually want, say where you're going to and who you want to go and see. So those kind of things have actually helped me now. Even to even adults, mm-hmm. you know, you keep 
check, you know, if somebody is traveling, you say, oh, have you gotten there? You know, so all these things, that are important things that we should note and um, always instill in our children too. So... Is it okay for fathers to cry? Yes, why not? Yes, um, in front of their kids. Well, maybe I've never really... seen my dad cry in front of me. Maybe with his wife, fine, but not in front <laughs> so of the kids. So you've seen that? Does that take away from No, it's my mom now. No, definitely. <laughs> so, but, easy to show exactly. You but know, the fact that they show their emotion doesn't mean they can switch up on you. They will switch real fast yeah. with their sleepers. So, so I think I think fathers crying. I think maybe once. I think because we're in Africa, mm-hmm. we grew up with big boys don't cry. <laughs> man up, man up, man up, man up. Don't cry, don't show it. Swallow it. When a boy falls down while walking on the rope, you tell him, get up, get up, get up, get up. Clear your face. What's wrong with you? Is it not just, are you not a man? Didn't you just fall? What's boys the big don't thing? cry. Big boys don't cry. And then if it was a girl that fell down or slipped, you tell her, hey, yeah, sorry, my darling. It's okay. It's okay. Stop crying. You'll be fine. Let me help you clean your leg. Let me, little by little, you're telling the child that it's not okay for you to cry for a boy, but it's okay for you to sob if you're a girl. Mm -hmm. And then they grow up with that mentality. And then they, they think that if you cry, it's a sign of weakness or is it? It's not a sign of weakness outrightly. If you cry, it's okay to cry if you want to cry. It's good for you to cry sometimes, exactly. So our parents grew up with don't cry, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. I think we should begin to shift cultures now or shift the ideologies sometimes. If a male child falls down, if he wants to cry, let him express himself. When he's done, sit him down and talk to him. And then you can move forward with that. As against, oh, don't cry. Clear your face right now. Clear, clear your face. Why are you crying? <laughs> are you the first person to fall down? <laughs> Did you see the staircase? And begin to castigate the child. And then men don't cry generally outside in public because they think that people would speak or speak down on them or talk to them like, yes, exactly, condemn them. But I know they cry, they sob while they're alone. And sometimes they look for people to console them or to talk to them or to pet them. There is a baby in every man. Oh. Yeah, there is a baby in every man. Did you say exactly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there is a baby. (laughs) No. (laughs) There's a baby in every man that needs that that shoulder. The the man wants some shoulder to rest on and sometimes to cry on. And then it's okay. It's it's just okay for them to cry. So 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 we should raise boys to be fathers that can actually show that level of emotion or as much emotions as they should? Yes, I think the answer, I, not I think, the answer is actually yes. You see, when you don't raise children to understand this point, they grow up with the same mentality that you grew up with. Mm-hmm. And then in, in the days of this weakness and you need that comfort or that solace, you might not get it. Because they don't even think that you should be crying or they don't think that you should be weak. They think that since you are strong, remain strong, never be weak. So when you need them to comfort you or to provide that word of encouragement to you, they won't be there. They'll say, and why are you crying? And that, how can you be crying now? Uh, it's not you that used to say, tell us that <laughs> you are superheroes, you are super champion. Get up and move, arise and shine, all this <laughs> 
quotes, quotable quotes that we use around. So it's all this religious quote is well with you. Stand up. Mm-hmm. Let's realize. So all these things, the child naturally thinks that because you've told me this while I was growing up. You self use the words that you have given me. Use it for yourself, yourself to encourage yourself and stand up. Encourage Use one way you give us exactly. <laughs> so it's okay. I think children should know it. It's just not yeah. natural. I was speaking with someone recently and then I was telling the person that sometimes I think that this issue of vulnerability, showing people vulnerable, the person said it's fine. It's perfectly okay to show people that you're vulnerable, that you don't have money. It's okay not to have money at some point in time. It's okay not to have food in your in your pantry at some point in time. It's okay for you to be sick at some point in time, not to be that strong woman that you had, that macho woman. It's okay. It's perfectly okay. There are times and seasons and then to definitely change. I like the fact that you mentioned that part because when I say men crying, it doesn't literally mean they come and they shed tears. Men emotionally feel pain, they feel sadness, they go through stress, they go through frustration, mm-hmm. and they are crying inside. Yeah. I remember growing up, um, there was a bit of difficulty among my parents, paying school fees, and my mom had to step in. But that didn't take away from the role that. Mm-hmm. He's the father. Mm-hmm. That didn't take his sitting position. Exactly. Exactly. So that's when I'm asking that question, that was what it was in my head. I like the fact that you were able to eat it. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Tobacco can actually pick up because I feel that you're still learning some things from me. Exactly. Um, so there's this thing about that being the go-to person for technical issues. Hmm. I don't know, it's a general thing in this hmm. African space hmm. where in the house, maybe there's a TV problem, you call the dad. There's a light problem, you call the dad. This is not working, you call the dad. It's the bulb. It's the dad, right? It's the dad. And when you're sitting down watching TV and you hear dad is coming, everybody, everybody knows to <laughs> But now, the digital age doesn't give them that much of power anymore because mm. you tell me to leave your TV, I'll just go on my phone. Mm-hmm. So how do how can dad be able to still control that sphere? The, the technology and online space, um, the access their children have to all of this information. Resource. Yeah. Okay, drag off us, you want the one? Okay, so parenting these days is quite challenging, I must say. It's not the usual and it's not the regular. And then it's it's even more interesting because what you expect when it comes to parenting change per second. There are new information on the internet every day on how to raise a child. It's like there's an updated manual every day. Mm-hmm. So you have to be abreast of this information as much as you and as much as for some of us, it's a new terrain. And then it's a new terrain. I've never been a parent before until I started giving birth to children. I, you have that one, that experience just once. And then you are a parent for, your, for the rest of your life. So... In terms of monitoring children and what they watch on the internet or how, number one, I think you should define the access time that your children have for viewing. And then apart from defining the access time they have for viewing, whether it's their phones, their tabs, the TV sets, define the timing. Secondly is be available to watch with them. If you are not available to watch with them, try as much as possible to have censored whatever sites that they are permitted to go on and then censor whatever information that they 
have access to watch. So for me, parenting is not the same. There is no one size fits all. For Dolakpo, his style of parenting is different from my style of parenting. The style of parenting is even different from my husband's style of parenting. So the styles of parenting differs, but the ultimate goal at the end is to raise great kids or good children or children who can be examples in society, children that you can reckon with, who are role models, pace setters and likes. So the styles are different, but the goal is the same. We want a healthy society. We yeah, want a good it. society. So the so whichever style that we adopt in raising these children, the goal is what our eyes should be on. That's where our focus should be. So it's not the same everywhere. Even across cultures, across climes, mm-hmm. it's not the same thing. So that's it for so me. So Mr. Delapa, what do you think? Because I know you're a new dad and growing up and your moments where you were like always take survey, you want to do this, you want to do that online. And your dad kind of gives you the yes, that's my son. But your mom will be like, you're always on your phone. So as a father, into this new space, you understand that this space is now bigger than it was back then. So how do you think as a new dad, you can navigate this online space to be of advantage to you and your family? Okay, so maybe before I answer, um, you know, during our own time like that, it's not there wasn't any mobile phone like that, like that. So it was just recently during Obasanjo's time. Okay, so like Ebon rightly said, I think timing is very important because right now you can't really say these children, you don't know what they are actually going into, you know, the kind of space they're actually looking at you know mm-hmm. so if you time it properly you know you can you can probably say okay these are the things that they are going to be watching these are the things that they will come across you know in those in those time and again another thing that is very key is to monitor what these guys watch mm-hmm. um to monitor it. it as as funny as it is now i've started watching cartoon it's not because of my own <laughs> my own child you know yeah, but because <laughs> because i will have uh, my exactly somewhere some 10 years ago or five years ago would you have thought i know no no i'm not even a cartoon person but right now you have to just put it in it's part of it <laughs> yeah so you instead know. of watching news at 10 before you watch news at 10 you ensure that you watch cartoon with the kids till they fall asleep and then you can go ahead and watch your news at 10 find yourself singing the funny, funny rhymes the funny thing is that i i discovered from just being with my husband to discover that even men love these cartoons mm. This we started loving it. We started loving it. You see, it. they're very educative. Yeah. <laughs> they teach morals, they teach numbers, they teach just how to be good in the society. I don't know if I'm permitted to mention stations, but for children of that age, you just discovered that for just toddlers one to five or one to six, you discovered that the stations that they are supposed to watch actually teach them what they need for that particular exactly. age. So yeah. My fa- my husband watches cartoon. My father also does now when he has his grandkids around. <laughs> he has no I choice. See, I see him singing and dancing along with them. And I'm like, okay, people can have the fun for all I care. And it's I true, fathers have, do the most. Yeah. I have to say. Yeah, grandpas really do the most. Grandpas do the most. Fathers and grandpas, when it comes to cartoon watching, I'm like, guy, you're supposed to be doing your work. I'm like, let me just watch. Sometimes the man, don't worry, they'll so sleep. They'll yeah. so sleep. And again, cartoon yes. has his own creativity in it mm-hmm. you know i have a mentor you know 
that will tell you if you want to be creative, go and watch cartoons. Yeah. You know, so I think that creativity starts from there. That's where you will realize the child wants to be a scientist. You know, maybe because of he has been watching a lot of Dexter Lab and all. You know, maybe the child wants to be um, a superhero. You know, something that Some probably of the big to save. I yeah. Hear from my son's mouth, I'm like the grammar. I hear grammar, and I'm like, excuse me, where did you hear that from, mom? Mom. <laughs> I'm like, that English is above your age. Exactly. Where did you hear you from? And then he's asking me questions, asking me to define it. So this morning was flash flood. Mm-hmm. I said, like, mommy, what is flash flood? In my head, I'm like, hey, how do I break down flash flood for a five-year-old? <laughs> so they hear these things, mm-hmm. they hear it, and then they, they, they hear it from watching these cartoons. They, they pick up words, they pick up actions, they pick up morals and then if if you're there to guide them through it like Dolako said it's easier for them to understand this is how I should go about so when I come into the situation this is what I should do I have my son saying and his friend saying we're going to be having sleepovers at your house and I'm like sorry please we are not we are not people from that other side we are not Oyimbo's we are Nigerians we don't do sleepovers here. <laughs> so people should be careful exactly so, um, what are some myths that you've heard about fathers all through, or some myths that you know are going around about about either African dads or fathers that you want to burst today? Myth. Hmm. I have to think about it <laughs> because I've always known dads to be superheroes. Like you said, mm-hmm. you know, they are always the go-to people to fix anything yeah. technical electrical, you know, so I think that's the myth, <laughs> if you ask me. Because women are now... In you know, and now, yeah, exactly, so women are now yeah. doing all these things, you know, so... The myth, uh, <laughs> I remember, oh, is that fathers cannot cook, <laughs> but that's a, is a lie. No, so I, you I have that fathers can cook. No, oh, man! My father can cook. Oh, you God! <laughs> Hand over the kitchen to them. I go and sleep. Yeah. You would end, you'll be served one of the best meals. With, with the way, way Miss Lewis shut her eyes and started testifying. There was one that was served recently. <laughs> oh. she enjoyed can it. Cook. Yes, I can attest to it. That is, my dad can cook, my husband can cook very well. So the myth that, oh, daddies cannot cook, they cannot enter the kitchen. In fact, hand over, just go on one sabbatical, tell them to take over for you. Uh, no, you you'll not, be shocked like that that's what, that's what you would get, <laughs> what you get served. Uh, maybe um, dads don't have time. They don't have time. They are, they are too busy. Daddy are too busy. It's a scam. There is always time. Exactly. There is always time. The way to find out that there is always time just send the favorite kid to the father mm-hmm. and tell the favorite kid what to say. You would have the time. Yeah. <laughs> time. I mean, a lot has been said so far. But let's wrap up with maybe words of advice to fathers who are new in this fatherhood industry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so their fatherhood experience is just starting. And to some who They've not been all of these things because so far we've said the good, the good, the good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people would be listening and be like, oh, I wish I had such experience with my mm-hmm. dad. They just hope to be a better father for mm-hmm. their own kids or 
as they are with their own children at the moment or moving forward in life. What is that advice you would give to a male person listening right now or a female that can transcend that message to the male figure in their life? Okay, for me, I would say be open to change, you know, because the way I was living while I was still a bachelor, you know, mm-hmm. or while I was still single before we had um, our son, you know, we were, it was very easy, you know, so a plus one now makes it so, much uh-uh, you know, so I just think you should be open to change, you know, you should be open to, to learnings. You should be open to advice, you know, you hear from here, hear from here, then you now make your own your own opinion. You know, I think that's that's very important. And just the care, you know, always be committed to that family, you know. Because if you are committed, then you start seeing results. It's not a situation whereby your child does something outside and you are probably getting to hear it from outside. You know, it doesn't speak well of that family. So if you are committed to that family, you know, you build everybody from the scratch to how it's supposed to be. And I think you would have a beautiful family. So this particular change you're saying they should open their minds to because men, some men are very funny. Yeah. Because their wives start putting to bed, put to bed and they're training. Things, their, things. things body is going to change. Exactly. The way they keep things in the house. They will change. Change. Yeah, exactly. So men should open so, their yeah, mind. Open your mind. Change to, yeah, it will definitely well. happen. Yeah, because you cannot keep living as it used to before, you know. So you just need to change and you, you need to accept the change, you know, and, you know, and let it be positive, you know. Let it be something that will transcend positively, even not just to your family, but to other neighboring families because we definitely have neighbors and the rest. So it's just, you know, to keep up the good work. You're such a good Nigerian man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Seven. So what would I say to a father or aspiring father or somebody? So I, 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 have, I have a friend or I know a couple of persons who have said that when I ask, how about your dad? Say, oh, I don't have a dad. So I know that it's impossible for you not to have a dad. Somebody must have birthed you. So for somebody who feels like I don't have a dad, let me tell the person now that you have a dad. You must open up your mind to accept the person as your father. Let's go. Choose to forgive at this point in time. Whatever wrong must have been done to you or whatever ill behavior the person has expressed towards you, you need to let go at this point in time. There's so much benefit in loving your dad or accepting your dad as against rejecting him. Um, For somebody who feels like, how do I take up this fatherly role? I'm a bachelor. I, I don't even want to come near come near parenting or fatherhood or anything that has to do with it. Let me fear t- was, sorry, please. I thought that fear was for just women. No, it wasn't. Ah, no, so if you check African, if, men. African men, if you check the statistics yes. now, um, the fear of being responsible is high. If you're being responsible, you, responsible? you make it sound like we, we, we want to be irresponsible. No, 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 no. The fear of being responsible for other people's life, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a lot of responsibility. So you can do it. Oh. If you put your mind to it, you can do it. Um, like Dolakpo said, you must be willing to accept the changes that come with it. And you need to believe in yourself that you can do it. I put up some posts some days ago that I did not believe that I could be, um, I, I could grow into the space that I have grown to mothering a child mm-hmm. as I have grown. 
you must be open. You must open up your mind to the possibilities of what you can do, and it is endless. To raising to 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 nurture from nurturing just one child to two, and having an, a third one to also fend for, it's the the possibilities are with are beyond limit or without limit. So you must open up your mind to the things that you can do. If you limit yourself, you are just shortchanging yourself. Imagine yourself having a family, what it comes with, the joy that comes with it. I think we're quick to con to consider the the pain or the difficulties as against considering the joy, the benefits that attach to this to this role. So and then to fathers to they are they are amazing people. Fathers are generally amazing people. I have a husband, so he's a very amazing man. So fathers are generally amazing. If you consider the the number of hours they put in into the sacrifice they they put the right in. Fathers, though, not just, no, no. Yeah, so, really <laughs> so the number of hours they put in to work to ensure that um, their family is being provided for. Um, the the efforts they are generally make, I you would know that they are amazing people. There are a lot of men out there that are genuinely putting a lot of efforts. They might not been they might not have been able to eat the gold man at this point in time, but they are putting a lot of effort to put food on their family's table to do the best they can for their children. And when I say the best they can, the best they can could just be one meal every day. Because that's how far they have been able to work. At least make that one meal worth Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. They are doing so much to, to keep their families together, to, to work with their wives. And they're doing a lot. And then I respect that. I respect that with them. So I want to celebrate them too. And they're they are also the best. There is no differentiation. Whether you live on the mainland or you live on the island or you live in the village, if you are a father and you are doing that fatherly role, I doff my heart for you. Right. Is, um, celebration ideas for fathers. Um, so for young men to their fathers, <laughs> what um, celebration ideas can you give us for young females to their fathers, for wives, right? Wives to their husbands that are fathers, um, kids for to kids fathers. to their fathers, like general, just as many as can think of. So that let so you want me to leak the secret of what I want to do for my father or father's day? No, I mean, give ideas. No, some okay, people so they, are like stuck. they don't know what to, what to do. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. So, father to daughter, if okay, so father to daughter, take your dad out, wear the same outfit if you can, joggers, and then sneakers, joggers, sneakers, go on a date with your dad. He leave your boyfriend or your husband. So let your dad just, be your date. Let your dad be exactly. Let your dad be your date. I love it when a daughter and the father have so much strong bond. Mm -hmm. If you have um, a lot of girls in your house and take your dad out, all of you should take your daddy out. Go and go to I the mean, beach. Fathers are daughters' first love, you know. Exactly. Yeah. So go to the beach, have fun with your dad, play games, enjoy a good meal or a nice meal, then go home, take pictures, then go home. We can wear matching outfits. I mean, uh, you can take these pictures and post on the gram and tag at African Tech Radio. Exactly. We'll definitely do a repost for you guys. Okay, that's it then. Um, father and son, you guys could go golfing. Mm -hmm. Um, you could go, you go swimming. swimming you go, you could, How about going to go and take just share a bottle? Yeah, that, <laughs> yes, 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 so truly, so yes, you can go and share a bottle. Yes, you can go and share a bottle. A very good spot. 
I know some good spots in Lagos. You can mm-hmm. you can contact I'm me. I'm taking <laughs> You can contact me. So um, very good spots. You could hang out with your dad. Um, husband and wife, mommy and daddy actually can also go to a nice restaurant and then mm-hmm. have a good meal at least. The kids might be out, and that's they might have gone to bed. So for husband and wife, wife, how do you celebrate your husband? You guys know. I don't need to open my mouth to say everything. You know how to do it well. So, and then there are some other ideas you could have. You could give him a gift, something that he really loves, or something he has been looking looking forward to. Maybe a new laptop, a new phone. He may love gadgets, so could find one of the gadgets that he really loves and then buy it for him if you can't afford it. If you cannot afford it, if what you can afford is just a good meal that day, do it, do it in a very excellent way. Look for the best dish that you have. I mean, all the wedding gifts you got and you packed up inside your storeroom, what are you going to use it for on Judgment Day? Bring it down. <laughs> Bring it down. Serve the food in one of the best plates or serving dishes that you have and then serve him a very nice meal. So the lock, is there anything special you would want to say? Well, uh, oh, you're happy about the day approaching. Uh, well, uh, I really, I, I like the date. It's an amazing day. Um, yeah, so, but for me, I would actually go with Ebun, what she has said. All those gifts are very valuable and very obtainable, you know. Makes sense. You could also do movies, you know, yeah. just if you are the movie, like me, my dad loves action movies. Ooh. I know that. So we are like the same. Give us movie that they are shooting. You go see us with the talk. Ah, you run, but boy, we'll be convert. We'll have that conversation. So do that and trust me. Um, then for which other one again? Father. I don't give that you get. Yeah, well. Matching outfit. Matching outfit is not a bad idea. I love that it's not enough for you. You can still wear the same colors. <laughs> yeah, yes, I would do that too. <laughs> I do that. Then, yeah, maybe gadgets and um, just time alone with your family too. It's, it's very important, you know. Final, <clears throat> final, final, final words would be from you to your father and those who have been father figures in your life this is just you talking to them now wishing them a happy birthday how would you do happy it father's happy father's day. day to my dad you are an amazing person you know you're a wonderful man you know despite your up and down you still think of us first you know, I love you so much. And for every other persons that I look forward or I look up to as father figures, I love you all. My uncles, my mentors, my my main, the main people, my friends too that are fathers. I love you, go, you guys so much. And just keep doing the good work. Keep training those children you have to be good products of the society because that's that's what is important because when we go out those are the kind of people that we'll meet and those are the people that will make the kind of changes that we want in our country mm-hmm. so that's my white hanky please <laughs> that's for Mr. Loredo okay Loredo yeah. Mr. Delacbo's other friends that are fathers <laughs> how about you Mrs. Oh, Bobo, you know, I love you. Okay, so I call him Owo, and then he comes with excitement when we say Owo, when we call over the phone or when we talk, and then, ah, Dad, you are the best. Thank you. You know how much I love you, eh? Thank you so, so, so much for all that you do for us. You put in a lot of work, a lot of sacrifices, and... I remember. I can remember all the um, sacrifice that you put in selling your shares. Sometimes 
to ensure that we go to school at some very difficult time. I remember my dad taking a bike from the interlands in Ikorodu to Ikeja. Very risky, right? There was traffic. He took a bike just to get me a ticket, a flight ticket from Kano to Lagos when there was a crisis. And then I got home and I made, I made light of the situation that was, what's doing you? What's doing you? I'll be okay. Nori can do me. And then my mom said, only if you knew what your father went through to be able to get you that flight ticket. It was the last space on that on that flight. And then I I cannot forget all the sacrifices. I cannot. I just hope that I will have enough strength and resources to be able to pay you as much as you deserve. Um, thank you, Dad. I love you. And then for everybody who is in that role as a father, if I don't see the work that you do, I know that God sees the work that you do. And only him can reward you for the sacrifices the that you make. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The reward is not in heaven, it's on here, yeah. <laughs> it's on here, yeah. So they have to enjoy it. Mm -hmm. And then they will reap all the fruit of their labor. It's yeah. a lot of work being a father, and I do not make light of it. For people, and this, I'm saying this especially for people who are even single fathers, mm -hmm. raising children on their own without their wives being around for whatever situation, death, Separation, whatever it is, I respect them. I really respect them. They have to fend for the family. They have to do double roles. So I respect them. And there is no making light of the situation. I really, really respect them. And then I don't want to go. They are just the best. They are just the best. And God bless them all. Yeah. We love you all, fathers. I we love you. We ah, we, we cannot feel babawa, Sherry. We cannot play with it. We really love you. I love my husband, so he's also a father. So, happy Father's Day, G. Uh -huh. Happy Father's Day. That's not happy it. Day. I just sit down one as a placeholder. <laughs> Thank you very much. All right. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. We really enjoyed it. Happy Father's Day to you too. And one day, one day. You catch up. You catch up. <laughs> it's tight. I think this week has exciting and very insightful conversation. A um, lot of gems from you both. And thank you for your time. Thank you for everything you shared with us and going even as personal as you did. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com. <laughs>